Hey y'all, it's your girl at Joy Leah, and welcome back to season two of Backstage with Joy Leah. Today we have Mr. Sophisticated Vintage on the show. We are going to be talking to him about his vintage business, all the conferences that he is going to. And we're going to just learn a little bit more about this whole consignment and vintage life. So y'all sit back, enjoy this podcast. We are starting second season, y'all, with Sophisticated Vintage. Backstage with Joy Leah. Hey y'all again welcome to backstage with joy leah again i just told y'all this is my second season i am kicking off and i am so excited okay this is going to be a great season i'm gonna speak it into existence already we have backstage with me mr sophisticated vintage and we are going to be talking to him today about you know this whole vintage world i mean i kind of learned about it you know, being with him, and then as well as going on some of these trips with him to these conferences, I was really intrigued. They have a whole vintage flea market, a virtual flea market. They have their whole world and their own community, you guys. It's very, very interesting. So y'all sit back and y'all enjoy this show. And Sophisticated Vintage, how are you? Thank you for coming on today. I'm I'm more ecstatic about being on your show. <laughs> so thank you for having me. Um, I'm doing wonderful. God is super awesome, and we can't forget that with exclamation point. He is the one I give it all to uh, every day. So uh, thank you for having me once again. Oh, thank you. Now, if you guys don't know, um, Sophisticated Vintage is my other half. So... We basically, you know, been doing our own little things, starting our own little businesses. And when I started my podcast, he he was into the vintage thing ever since I've known him. But he really got serious about it and has basically started his own consignment business when it comes to, um, you know, this vintage clothing and vintage wear just in general. So tell us about Sophisticated Vintage and who you are as a person and everything that you got going on. Well, some people might know me by Poppy. Um, out here in the community, everybody calls me Atari. Um, I run a, a, a small little boutique, um, and I deal with nostalgic pieces from the 80s and the 90s. Okay, so nostalgic pieces. Um Show us a little something. Like, what do you mean by nostalgic pieces? Because it's from the 80s. That's like, I can go to Forever 21 and get a shirt that's nostalgic. What is different than what you're doing than me going to get, you know, just a regular um, Nirvana t-shirt, let's just say? Basically, um, to go into depth, um, I just don't deal with t-shirts. I deal with a whole variety of different things. So... I'm the guy you go to if, uh, you know, all the stylists, uh, 
need to style somebody to a particular look. I have all kind of stuff from uh, fashion designer wear. Uh, I have stuff for for people that can uh, decorate their boys room, a commercial uh, business, residential home, uh, man caves. I deal with art, um, street culture, um, just a variety of different things dealing with film and video industry. So, uh, yeah, as far as the t-shirts go, uh, you can't get this. Most of them t-shirts was, uh, what that's being produced now, it, it's just a newer thing. It's just something new, and it's got a screen print tag. But it's basically cheaper than, I'm basically high-end vintage when it comes to uh, some of the the materials and the uh, T-shirts. Um, yeah, yeah, so basically what I'm dealing with is stuff that was actually made in the 80s and 90s. So, when you say made in 80s and 90s, so, like, for example, um, the Chanel perfume, that actual bottle was from the 80s. You know, like, when my mother saw it, she was like, oh, my God, when I was 18, I had this same bottle of Chanel. They don't even make that bottle no more. So, are you, so, like, how do you find these pieces? Like, what, what, where does that come in? Because it's the same stuff, but... The, the 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 nostalgic part and the um, quality. What what is different? Oh man, that's a great question. <laughs> uh, how I find these pieces, I um, you know, really word of mouth. So I tell people, hey, do you know anybody that has some things they're trying to get rid of? I can come haul their stuff and. Uh, if they need somebody to get rid of some stuff, I can come grab anything. It don't have to be just clothing. I'll grab whatever else you need me to do. Um, but it's like a barter system. So, um, but this isn't just like I any, find, I find any stuff like anywhere, like yeah, sales, yeah. I was about to say this isn't just sales. any place. These are like estates and yard sales. Like you're going into the nicer neighborhoods. I'm guessing. No. I mean, you can find gems right in the hood. So you could you can find gems anywhere, okay, in your dumpster. Somebody didn't threw it away. But I'm not a dumpster diver. Uh, <laughs> I got my love for um, reselling as a youngster. So, um, um, you know, finding little gems, fixing them up, posting them on uh, the Internet, and... Uh, People used to view it and uh, 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 make offers and buy these items. I'm like, man. So, you know, these are pieces that people hold dear to their heart that bring them back to their childhood or just a special time in, in life. True. Okay, I understand that. So, like, what really made you want to, I mean, you said you've been doing this as a youngster, you know, what made you want to um, get into this and actually start selling and turn this into a business? Well, right. Just the just the ambition and drive I have. So it's like anything somebody else can do, you can do also. 
uh, with the right ambition and drive. I'm talking about anything. You can become anything. You can do anything. You can reinvent yourself. Um, I always like to sell things. I have a gift for gab. I can talk. Um, I have great customer service. I treat every customer uh, like they're golden, you know, because they are they God's child and they're golden to me. So um, I just respect the dollar and I respect you spending your hard-earned dollar with me. Yeah, I just love, I love reselling, and I love making people happy. It makes me happy, and I like to sell things that make me happy, things that I like. I curate a whole, a whole, you know, I curate anything for you, your wardrobe to, you know, to help you decorate. Um, you know, I have some, have some things, and if I don't have them, I can reach out to this vast community and find the things that you need. Right, right. So tell us more about, like you said, this community. Like, tell tell us about the, how do you pronounce it, the bra? The bra, the... the oh, the virtual fleet. Right, the virtual fleet. There you go. Tell us a little the bit feet. more about that community and how you can reach out to them and all the people that are a part of that. Well, the virtual fleet came about, uh, Mr. Chris, um, give him a shout out, 1980-something co, um, on Instagram. But him and this other guy named Wiz, they created, uh, uh, basically it's like a world tour to a city near you within the last couple of year, a year or two. Uh, it's been like five virtual fleets, but basically, it's communities in every state. You know, people might have their local pop-up shop, but this is the, like a world uh, vintage event, just like ThriftCon and uh, uh, stuff they have, uh, Vintage Connection, uh, and any other pop-up shop. Uh, so, yeah, I, I go to these virtual events um, as much as I can. Uh, promote myself, market, meet new friends, network, and sell some things, get some money. And uh, uh, they're everywhere, you know. They started in Orlando. They went to Vegas, Miami, wherever. And it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger every year. I will be uh, at Phoenix, Arizona, November 6th at the Virtual Fleet. Um. Then I'll be back, uh, hopefully at, uh, December 11th, uh, Ventures Connection in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. And that's, where is that at? Cobb Galleria? Where is that going to be at this year? Yeah. December 11th at the Cobb Galleria. So, um, looking to be a vendor, you know, pretty much and keep growing. Okay. Okay. So, like you said, you've been a part of um, this community. You gave your shots out to them. Um, what, like, do you normally show? Like, what type of stuff do you normally sell when you're when you're on those virtual fleas or you're going to this? I know you're bringing all of your products, but what are some of your standout products that you're like, no, you got to see this? And, and, and the community is like, wow, I would say. <laughs> well, okay. Before I get into showing any product, 
I want to say this, like, depending on who you cater to. So you, you go to a local pop-up, uh, you're going to be bring a variety of stuff. You might bring some uh, T-shirts. Where I'm going, basically, is dealing with the fashion side, the love of the, t- of the T-shirt, and uh, just the nostalgic, retro, hard-to-find, very rare pieces. And, and uh, so different locations cater to different people. But uh, got some standout pieces like, okay, for me, for me, you know, yeah, okay. And, uh, you know, since I'm based in Atlanta, Georgia, got the Atlanta, I'm from Carolina, <laughs> then I got the, I'm going to take it off, hold on, I got the Superman hit, dun da 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 go Braves, <laughs> right, so right now, they up, the boys won last night, they're going to do it again today, but uh, just some, a couple cool pieces, we got the Nutmeg, Braves, Deion Sanders, very classic, uh, oh, that's Deion Sanders on there? He's a living legend. That's why it's such it's such a rare piece, but it's such a beauty. Most sought after, uh, sought after, not even for the because he played for multiple teams. He's a, a HBCU coach right now, bringing big things to HBCU side. I love collecting. Uh, this is one of my favorite pieces. All a lot of black culture pieces, HBCUs, and what have you. But How much would a piece like that go? Home, like, how much would you sell? You know, I don't want to be in your business, but how much would you sell that piece for normally? Oh, to me, this piece would never be sold. <laughs> but, you know, it's just a personal. It's just a personal piece that I wear. And uh, most of the stuff that I would wear, I would sell. But this is not one of them. Okay. But if it was to sell, this is a $300 or more tea. Okay. All right. Throwback. I, okay, I throwback. Love, I, love, I love stuff like. Let me show you. Once again, you know, we gotta give thanks to to God and I and I and I curate stuff like this. I'm gonna be dropping a merch soon. Um, awesome God, God is awesome. Uh, print shirts. And I'm going to be selling them soon. That's going to be my first drop, uh, my merch. So I want to give it up to God first before I do any other merch, any other drop. I want to make, I'm making a shirt and it should be dropping in a few weeks, but I curate stuff like this. Lord, the sin of the world, Lord's gym. So, you know, it's paying your game and I love shirts like this. Okay. But, uh, yeah. And, uh, we got, see, we got, uh, stuff like this, uh, Atlanta Hawks, Drew Pierce. Pull it a little closer. Yes. Can you see? Yeah, I can see that now. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. Some hats, some different nostalgia. This is very rare piece. What year is that but, from? Uh, let me, let me also show you some of the gems that I really, really love. I'm going to go down the line, and I'm going to just show a few pieces. But uh, I got this Alex Haley. 
1992. Oh, wow. Discover your roots. That's when it, when. So this was licensed and dated from the Haley Family Corporation. It's a beautiful tea. This one is never for sale. <laughs> this is also a perfume. But, you know, when you come to fashion, when you talk about, um, shirts, you know, I can take care of that, but I can also take care of um, the other these as well. So I, I have stuff like this. Okay. I, I remember that picture from the 80s. Julius Urban, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know, this go for your man came shine <laughs> by everybody that was out there. But, um, hats, designer. I have a beautiful piece right here from the 80s. This is uh, a rare crop top for the women. I got children's wear as well. Uh, Madonna, beautiful piece right here. Uh, ocean blue with the red hints, and she's doing all the poses. This was her actual merch. And it's dated, and here's the back, guys. Boy toys. This is a crop top. Yes. The boys the nowadays could wear that, too. <laughs> Absolutely. And you boy know, toys. What's old is new, and everything is just recirculated and uh, reciprocated. So. All right. And that's from 1986, actually. The kids these days, they love what we was into. Right. They love what was out in the 80s, like... When we were younger, people would like that throwback 60 and 70 stuff. So now we're in the 2000s. The 80s is now the throwback. You know, early 90s, cross colors, all that stuff is the throwback. That's the reality of the situation. So, you know, you showed us some pieces and you're into your whole um, vintage wear and everything. Like, I mean, seriously, what draws you to this type of stuff? Because... I told you, I've always been confused. Now, no, when you do give me some exclusive pieces, I am like, oh, my God. Like, my Janet Jackson shirt, I should have wore it, y'all. But it's a great shirt. Every time I wear it, people are like, where would you get that Janet Jackson shirt from? And it was from her original If Tour. So nobody has that shirt, and it's a great-looking shirt. And, like, what, like, literally, what draws you to this stuff? Because to me, it's junk. And... Not to say it like that, because, you know, people don't like my opinions and how I come across with stuff. You know, I had an argument earlier. But, um, it's, to me, it's junk. But it's not junk. You see the gym in it. What draws you to this stuff? Oh, man, just, um, things that I grew up on. So, things I love. And, um, I'm, I'm so creative. I just love pieces that draw me. Uh, so, uh, what draws me to this is just that it being so cool, I think, you know, so, so awesome to me. And, uh, and it has a special meaning to like, say this, public enemy, 
performing live, Rock the Bells tour. It's a little poster that's in the sleeve, but this, it means a lot because of who Public Enemy was, what they represented. And but not only that, this is a good piece in this number. Out of 100, this is the 35th piece. Wow. Uh, very great condition. This is like a 10.0 as far as grade. But um, it just draws me to it. Flavor, flame. <laughs> Let me hit him with that. Is the oh, one man, public yes, enemy number one. And, um, <laughs> That's a Jaws piece. Yeah, yeah, Jaws. You know, most uh, posters and... Uh, you know, just movie prints. I love movie. I'm getting the light. Yeah, right there. Right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's the, you know, a little movie print. Universal Studios. Very um, nostalgic piece. But, um, and we grew up on, and you know, it draws me because it's like, it's so cool. I appreciate it so I know somebody else will appreciate it. Look at this. E. Right. You watched E.T.? I did years ago. I haven't watched it recently, but I it, I watched it when Drew Barrymore was on it when I was younger. Right, me too. So, you know, it was just a cool little piece. You riding with the bike, with the basket. It was pretty uh, awesome. And this is uh, an authentic piece. Yeah, so it, like I said, not to, you know, it's not junk, as I can see, because you've opened my eyes to it. It's a whole world out here. And people Everybody love, their opinion, though. right? And it's nothing wrong with you know if you want new stuff, old stuff. It's it's it just seems like you you look for you know different quality of things. You know what I'm saying? Some people just want to stick with the Joneses, you know, and it's nothing wrong with um, you know living in your past and and enjoying you know the pieces from your past. They're quality pieces, you know. They actually was made better. It seemed like back then. Than it is now. Some of these pieces, our T-shirts are very nowhere near as thick as some of them shirts that you have. I do notice that, and some of them shirts that was being sold at that um, conference. So, if somebody you know is young and you know trying to be out here in these streets and do something more like you, like how do they get involved? Like, you know, where do they start when it comes to vintage pieces? Because I I know people that are really into the whole vintage, I mean, and they put together some of the coolest stuff, but they don't even know that they can resell this stuff and have their own little boutique in business. Like, what would you tell somebody that wanted to get involved with, you know, actually what you're doing? Listen, don't live by other people's fears that just because they couldn't accomplish it, you can't accomplish it. Just have a drive, have a love, have a passion for it. Because if you have a love and a passion for it, it's going to make it easier. It's going to become, it's going to come uh, effortless. Yeah, naturally. Mm -hmm. You know, so uh, I used to love watching American Pickers. The guys, man, will go out there and hunt and find little gems. Yes. And that's what they do. They make money and resell these. And And they uh, made so much money from doing that. I mean, you can value it at whatever you value it, whatever the profit margin. Sometimes you can, you know, but uh, it's whatever the quality of the piece. Like, like just comics. Uh, with anything, it's the quality. Every card is not made the same. Everything, you know. So mm-hmm. 
everything has different value to different people. And that's going to be my next question. How do you know or able to determine that this is a quality piece or that this is from this era or that this isn't a fake? Because you can easily, you know, do that if you wanted to. I mean, like I said, when my mom saw that bottle, she was like, I know this is from 81. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't know I wasn't around. So how do you know? Because you're my age. How do you know what is how or how, what is a quality piece, I would say, or authentic piece? Well, if you know exactly what you're doing, you will educate yourself to find out the necessary information so you won't, for one, finesse yourself out of the money you can get, or two, finesse somebody and take advantage of them. So uh, I do all the due diligence and research, but for instance, I have an eye for it. I know it, okay? I know it. So it's it's different for different items, you know. So as far as the t-shirts go, go. All right, something like this. I just grabbed one. This is uh, a shirt called Blueberry. It was made by General Mills, um, date 1972. But what I look for, if I'm looking for a shirt that was in the 80s or 90s, early, I look for it for one, it has to be single stitch. This is an instance of it being single stitch. Most older shirts are single stitch. Newer shirts, it could be vintage, but it can be just a newer vintage. It has double stitching, one, two. Okay, um, but um, basically, I look at the tag. Look at the tag. This is on the changes tag. I know the tag, and um, I see if it's single. Um, and then I also see if it has a date. But it's also things that bring that pop out to me, right? Right, right, right. So it's not just the tag. It's not just the being single stage. It's the graphic and how it pops out. So if you look at this, you you would think this was new? No. Because the way it's made, what's going on, and this was from the first Space Jam, and it's licensed 1996. This was when Michael Jordan had the first one. But you can just tell by the graphics. It's not the like the new yeah. different. It's not like the graphics today. No, it was just different. And even the 80s, it was just different. Right. Okay. Well, you really um, schooled me today and schooled a lot of people on, you know, the vintage world and the consignment and how to get involved, you know, how to tell the differences. You got to do your research, it looks like. You got to really know the industry, know the merchandise, know the different eras, graphics, everything like that. That is just a wealth of knowledge that I wouldn't even think about. So, you know. Once again, um, I'm, I'm sorry, but once again, like, if somebody wants to get into it, they can just do it. You can just get into it. Right. Once you start, you have some probably in your closet. Just clear out your closet. Right. Um, so it's like, you know, one thing is a snowball effect. So 
You have to start somewhere. Go so it could be skirts. It could be, uh, it could be what have you. But, um, like I said, uh, just not clothes with me. So I deal with a whole bunch of nostalgic pieces, collectibles and toys. Uh, I have children stuff and, uh, women stuff. So. You got everything. So what, like, what's next for Sophisticated Vintage? What is next? And what do you have, you know, planned for 20? 22. Well, the growth is a steady, moderate process. So you want to go about things the right way. Uh, The growth, um, I don't know if I want a brick and mortar. That was the... That was the idea at some point, right, brick and mortar. Um, I had because I have so many other ideas, but I am gonna drop this merch, um, merch drop. God is awesome, so that'll be my next upcoming thing. Mm-hmm. As far as that, I also sell on um, Depop, Poshmark, Instagram. I do a lot of sales online, even when it comes to certain pieces. People trust in me. Uh, all five star ratings, but uh, yeah. So what's new? Merch drop, all providing right. the service for the community, uh, gaining a slew of network, uh, more followers, more people that believe in me, uh, more people that support me, right? More people that's uh, you know, so. That's what it what it is. Uh, maybe brick and mortar, but so you know. <laughs> okay, now this is the part that I love. How do people get in contact with you? How do they get? You know, you said you sold on Posh Market. You sell at the Virtual Flea. You go into the Virtual Flea conference November fifth. Through the seventh, I mean, everybody can't necessarily get there. How do people get in contact with you if they want to see some of these nostalgic pieces, or even just want to just shop with you? Right, you can reach me directly. You can DM me um, at Sophisticated Vintage at iCloud. You can stop by the boutique. I have a small boutique. Um, operating hours. Basically Monday through Sunday by appointment. Uh, check me out on Instagram. Everything, everything's in my bio. Um, at sophisticated underscore vintage. Um, yes, I mean I can send you pictures. Uh, sometimes people can't come. I can send you pictures. We can close the deal. I accept payment. I ship ASAP. Uh, set payment through all kinds of you know PayPal, Venmo. Yeah, but um, yeah. Trust and believe that it, you know, everything that you get, even if you're not local, a deal can be made. So, um, you know, I ship correctly, and it will get to you. Well, all right. Well, I just want to say thank you for taking the time out, Mister Sophisticated Vintage Poppy, for being on my podcast, especially to kick off my new season. 
Um, oh man, this is a wonderful time. What a time to be alive, right? I was anxious and nervous throughout the whole process. Uh, Everybody always is. I can't, I, I understand it. I get anxious and nervous at the beginning of my podcasts too, before I even get started. But it's like once I start rolling with it, you roll with the flow. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's something, this is what you meant to do. And you explained everything so eloquently and so great. This is, it's, you're in your lane. So, you know, don't be nervous. Look, don't, don't be nervous to be backstage and join Leah. <laughs> I would, I would love to show just a couple um, little pieces before we exit. Oh, yeah. You can show a couple more pieces. You definitely can. We do have a couple more minutes before I do my list. So what else you oh, got to show us? So and I want to say thank you again for having me. This is so exciting. I'm so excited for you for season two. Um, I was debating. So I just said, on, let's do it. Let's make it happen. But, um. Black History Month. Remember, remembering the past, sharing the future. I'm just showing off a couple pieces. Peter Max. Peter Max. I got the light right there. Peter (laughs) Max signed. R. Okay. I'm just showing off a couple pieces, right? Right, right, right. And, uh, you know, stuff like this. Christian Dior. And what year is that from? This is new. This is designer. So not only you get the vintage high-end designer, low-end designer, uh, pretty much uh, things for every budget. So this is a uh, authentic Christian Dior Randall. Okay. Um, and uh, there we have it. All right. So you basically doing like the people from I see from that show you just said. Um, you pick good items, you find the good quality stuff, and you go back and you know you pay whatever price you pay for it, and then you get to have the market on whatever price you want to put it on. Yes, so basically, yeah, yeah, so, you know, you know, we charge what we basically think is, I don't know how everybody does it, but fair market value. So, uh, all right, roughly, something like this, right, Peter Matt, this mm-hmm. is a $1,000, you probably get it for $700, but not only that, this is signed, so it has a different value, right? But overall, you you do your due diligence and research, and uh, certain you know fair market value, and then you go based on your quality of it. So yours might be newer and in spectacular condition. So the value might be a little higher, or you might keep it reasonable. Right. But uh, who's to say? So like, if you're in a market and everybody doesn't does the same thing. You want to keep it reasonable because uh, just like somebody getting a bid for a contract, they can underbid you and they're going to go with them if they have the same product. Right. So you keep it fair, reasonable. And uh, like I said, I deal with low-end, high-end, designer. Right. Uh, nostalgic pieces. Hold on. Let me show another piece. 
And the virtual flea. I know you're from Chicago. Oh, okay. The virtual flea. When is that normally? Like, is that weekly, daily? How do they? How do y'all do that? What's that? Yeah, this uh, collage with the the banner. The bull. Basketball's best. You know. What year is that? For your man caves. And uh, it's different stuff. What year is that from? Because yeah. the Bulls won so many years. We had three P repeats. I mean, which year is that from? The first repeat or the second? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Nine, them 90s. Yeah, you know about the three P. I have a lot of Bulls stuff. And speaking of the Bulls, speaking. Hold on. Let me see something. Speaking of the Bulls, yeah, yeah, so I, I collect, I have, uh, yeah, the 3 P 90, 91, 92, mm-hmm. this is actually from 93, it's not, I mean, hats, pins, when you talk about the Bulls, that's, that's an original, favorite. I can so tell that's an original. Bulls wasn't my favorite team growing up, yeah. I know. No, but that shirt was there. sold on the streets, I, I remember that shirt. <laughs> I remember that shirt. It's certain shirts that you just don't forget, and that was one of them. Because that was the, the like I want to say like the the article, the newspaper article that, and then they made it into a shirt. Yep, they made it into a shirt. I remember that. I want to say my stepdaddy, everybody had one of those shirts. But no, the virtual flea market because that's another thing. Even though people could get in contact with you that way and stuff, when do y'all do that virtual flea market? Is it weekly, daily? How y'all do that? Alright, so, uh, my boy 1980-something, Cole, he hosts. I also jump on and do some lives, but basically, uh, people selling every day, open live on Instagram. So, uh, so if you catch me on my open live, if you come follow me, uh, I will host live events. Say I'm like right here, I'm selling some stuff that I'm showing, and Basically, that's it. So that's how we interact when I'm on open lives. But uh, virtual fleas selling every day. The birth, the birth, V as in virtual, but the B as in virtual, uh, that's held every three or four months, different areas of the nation. So go to different, it's like a tour. So you go here and all the local people or the people that's, surrounding that area they making uh come so uh a lot of people don't travel far some people will travel far some people fly all over the world to go to these events but yeah the the one i'm going to in phoenix they held every couple months and uh it just everybody from all over getting together and if they can come but it's not mandatory nothing like that you know i'm also a vendor a vendor there and uh Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm so gonna have go to, the, uh, you know, I love you, but I'm gonna have to end this. Look, I'm gonna have to end this. Look, I'm gonna have to end this. Look, I'm gonna have to end this. Um, podcast real quick. Somebody at the door. <laughs> That's a shame, but I really appreciate you. Um, you know, taking the time out, being on my podcast. You know, this is these are at home businesses, y'all. And, um, we are really doing it, doing our thing. So, give me one second here. Okay, well, again, I really appreciate 
you taking your time and being on my podcast. You showed us some great merchandise. Um, we talked about everything that you got going on, the virtual, the virtual, how to pe- get in contact with you. So, um, anything else? Any shout outs? Anything else you want to say before we end the podcast? Shout out to at Joelia. <laughs> I always say that. I always get corrected, but that's my pronunciation. Um, shout out to her. Shout out to you. It's a blessing. God is super awesome. Check out uh, that merch. Um, and I thank you for taking the time out. I appreciate you so much. All right. So we will be back with my list. And, again, thank y'all for listening to Backstage with Joy Leah and Sophisticated Vintage. Thank you.